In today's show, we're going to be discussing Bitcoin price dipping to a new multi-year low, touching 17100 as FTX nerves liquidate nearly billions of dollars. And quoting CZ, two big lessons. Number one, never use a token you created as collateral. And number two, don't borrow if you run a crypto business. Don't use capital efficiently. Have a large reserve. And ironic enough, Jim Cramer called FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried the new JP Morgan. And today, Sam's net worth fell 14.6 billion after Binance announced plans yesterday to acquire FTX.com due to liquidity issues. And as Dylan LeClaire points out, Galaxy Digital takes a $76.8 million hit from the FTX loss. And quitting Max Kaiser, most of the people I orange-pilled have Bitcoin cost basis under $500. This is just noise and scammer liquidations that happen every couple of years, $220,000 still in play. And exactly one year ago, ironically enough, Bitcoin broke out, hitting a new all-time high, surpassing $68,000. And quoting CZ, in the spirit of transparency, might as well share the actual note sent to all Binance team globally a few hours ago. I'll be breaking this down for you. Also in today, show Almeda Research FTT token transfer from September fuels while speculations also Binance tops up their secure asset fund for users at a billion dollars amid price fluctuations also FTX founder Sam Bankman Fried removes assets are fine tweet from Twitter as Dylan LeClaire points out don't mean to be the bearer of bad news here but if it isn't clear already if you still have funds on FTX they are gone you're an unsecured creditor the probable outcome is chapter 11 and a class action lawsuit that draws out for years where you get 10 cents to 30 cents on the dollar also in today's show BitMEX founder Arthur Hayes issues a warning and says 2008 style market crash to claim more crypto casualties also in today's show the trader who accurately predicted the 2022 crypto crash says the end of the market meltdown is in sight and details his bitcoin price target that's right crypto capo predicts that bitcoin can drop all the way to the local bottom of uh, of about $14,000 before rebounding, which is approximately another 3500 in losses. From here, we're also going to be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at Crypto News Alerts. Net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. With that being shared, welcome everyone just tuning in to today's episode of Crypto News Alerts. This is pod episode number 1099 of the Crypto News Alerts pod, and I am your host, JV. What a crazy past 24 hours in the crypto market, uh, to say the least. It has been a wild uh, roller coaster. So without further ado, let's dive right into today's uh, market watch and check out Coin360. And we can see what is happening right now at the time of this recording. Bitcoin down about 9% for the day, trading at $17,800. Again, the current low on Bitstamp and Binance is 17100 which occurred late last night. We have Ethereum down a whopping 50 15% maintaining just above $1,200. BNB down 6% trading at $303. XRP down 12%. Doge down 7%. Solana down as one of the 
biggest losers uh, down literally 22% trading at $18. You got Matic down over 14%. It is a bloodbath to say the least. And checking out coin market cap. I haven't seen the market cap of crypto this low in a very long time. We're only sitting at $863 billion. Insane. And the volume of the past 24 hours is outrageously high. $229 billion with 38.9% Bitcoin dominance and the Ether dominance currently at 17%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past 24 hours. Literally nothing because everything is crashing. So let's check out the top losers. FTT token down a whopping 68%. Insane. Now only trading at $5.61. Literally billions of dollars in liquidity has exited that Ponzi. Now Solana we have down 32%, which is also outrageous for a loss for a single day. And then we have Aptos down 26%, trading at $1.50. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency, I should say the top 100 losers for the past week. A sea of red, only a handful actually in the green, including Matic and uh, Paxo Gold. But the biggest losers, again, FTT by far down 81.4% with Solana trailing down 40%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows were currently rated a 29 out of 100 in fear. Yesterday a 31, last week a 30, and last month a 22 in extreme fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, extreme fear can be a sign. Investors are too worried. That could be a great buying opportunity, aka BTFD, buy that freaking dip. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So there you have it. Things are not looking so great right now. And I asked everyone in yesterday's live show, how many of you believe that the bottom is currently in? And it was a divide. Half of you said the bottom's already in at 17.5. The other half of you said we have much lower to go. And lo and behold, within a few hours from the time of that recording, we hit a new low for this cycle. So with that being shared, let's now dive right into today's uh, Bitcoin technical analysis and see what's going on uh, in the markets. Bitcoin liquidated $200 million along positions this morning as Bitcoin price briefly tumbled to two-year lows, which you can see here in the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart. Data from Coin Telegraph Markets Pro and Trading View revealed carnage across crypto price charts as exchange FTX kept the mood low after initially rebounding over 20,000 on the news that embattled FTX might be bought by the competitor Binance. Panic returned after the Wall Street Open. Bitcoin lost $2,000 in under two hours, seeing a sudden plunge that set a low of $17,120 on Bitstamp. Now, the last time the Bitcoin pair traded at this level was in late November of 2020, meaning Bitcoin managed to beat the previous macro lows of 17,600 set in June of this year. Now, data from Binance order books shows that the sudden cascade downward puncturing solid buy support at $18,000 and at the November 8th daily close, an area of interest for trade volume was around 18400 a zone still in play at the time of this recording, nearly 12 hours later. And figures from on-chain monitoring resource CoinGlass, meanwhile, track major pain for long investors caught at the wrong time. Bitcoin long liquidations across exchanges totaled $214 million for November 8th, and it's still increasing, while cross-crypto longs were liquidated to the tune of $670 million, and combined with shorts, total liquidations for the day were $915 million, which you can see here 
from CoinGlass. In analyzing the situation, popular crypto commentators were cautious about calling an end to price turmoil, quoting tech dev here, way too soon to know how this resolves. But the fact we are seeing another exchange-driven liquidity crisis at this point in the macro structure is really quite something. And others acknowledge that they themselves have fallen foul to volatility. While beyond crypto, the analysis looked for potential silver linings for trading account income sharks, the weakness in the U.S. dollar over the ongoing midterm elections was a promising sign for risk assets. Uh, quoting him here, looks ready to drop below support. Stocks looking good. Nasty black swan event ruined the price action for crypto. But once that taste is out of the people's mouths, we should see Bitcoin and Ethereum put up a little rally. Once again, this issue is not with the assets themselves. So there you have it. Now, November 10th was already due to be a volatile day for the week with the US CPI inflation data due for the month of October. That's right. That is literally tomorrow. So expect more fireworks. And quoting CZ with two big lessons, he tweeted, never use a token you created as collateral. And number two, don't borrow if you run a crypto business. Don't use capital efficiently. Have a large reserve. Binance has never used BNB, which is Binance coin for collateral. And we have never taken on debt. And as I shared with you earlier, isn't it ironic that Jim Cramer from the Money Channel called FTX's CEO Sam Bankman Fried the new JP Morgan and now uh, Sam Bankman Fried's empire has dropped 14.6 billion and that was as of uh, yesterday. And as Dylan LeClaire points out, Mike Novogratz's Galaxy Digital takes another whopping 76.8 million hit from FTX. Let's not forget the Luna debacle. He was also one of the major losers. So ironic, eh? And quoting Max Kaiser, most of the people I orange-pilled, I have Bitcoin cost basis under $500. This is just noise and scammer liquidations that happens every couple of years. $220,000 is still in play. Send it. Let's freaking go. And ironic enough, it was exactly one year ago the Bitcoin price broke out to reach a new all-time high, eclipsing $68,000. And CZ tweeted in the spirit of transparency, might as well share the actual notes sent to all Binance team globally a few hours ago. I want to read this out to you because this is brand new breaking. Given the events that transpired over the last couple of days, I wanted to reiterate a few points. One, we did not master plan this or anything related to it. It was less than 24 hours ago that SBF called me. And before that, I had very little knowledge of the internal state of things at FTX. I can do some mental calculations with our revenues to guess theirs, but it would never be very accurate. I was surprised when he wanted to talk. My first reaction was he wants to do an over-the-counter deal, but here we are. Two, as the due diligence for the deal is ongoing, I want to remind everyone, do not trade FTX. FTT tokens. So he's warning everyone, do not trade FTT tokens. If you have a bag, uh, if you, if you have a bag, do not sell or uh, buy. As soon as I finished the call with SBF yesterday, I asked our team to stop selling as an organization. Yes, we have a bag, but that's okay. More importantly, we need to hold ourselves to a higher standard than even in banks. Three, obviously do not comment on the deal publicly or internally. If you are not directly involved, don't ask. We have a good team handling. Things will play out. Four, FTX going down is not good for anyone in the industry. Do not view it as a win for us. User confidence is severely shaken. Regulators will scrutinize exchanges even more. Licenses around the globe will be harder to get. And people now think we are the biggest and will attack us more. But that's okay. We 
are used to being open and leaning into headwinds. In fact, we embrace scrutiny. We must significantly increase our transparency, proof of reserves, insurance funds, etc. A lot more to come in this area. We have a lot of tough work ahead of us, not to mention the price swinging wildly. And five, speaking of prices, as I have said many times over the years, ignore the prices. Let's keep our heads down and focus on building products people use. It has always worked over the years, and today is obviously no exception. And lastly, I want to say I'm really proud of each and every one of you for all your hard work and as a team, thank you. We still have many challenges ahead of us. Let's continue to push ahead and help increase the freedom of money all around the world steadily and consistently. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding a CZ's tweet I just shared with you, which he shared this morning, which he sent to the entire uh, Binance team and especially to all those internally? Do you agree with him? I agree at the fact that this is bad for the entire crypto industry. I do not like to see investors lose money unlike the SEC. So it's very scary times uh, right now, to say the least. But I hope and pray that none of you left your crypto on the FTX exchange and you removed it as withdrawals have been halted, unfortunately. But now let's uh, break down our next uh, story of the day and discuss what has been going down with this FTT token, which has literally crashed for billions of dollars in liquidity. The rumors about the possible liquidity crisis for the world's third largest crypto exchange turned out to be true just a day after assurance funds are fine and they have the assets to back customers funds FTX uh, SP uh, Bankman Freed announced on Tuesday that Binance has shown intent to acquire the global crypto platform to help with the liquidity crisis. Now, the liquidity crunch came as a surprise to many, given X, uh, FTX bailed out numerous firms uh, during the crypto contagion caused by the downfall of Luna and the insolvency of Three Arrows Capital. Even as the crypto community processed the event of the past 24 hours, the focus has now shifted towards Sam Bankman Freed's own entities, especially Almeda Research, the leading principal trading firm. Almeda and FTX merged their venture capital operations in August of this year, and speculation mills are rife that Almeda reportedly faced a crisis itself during the crypto contagion in the second quarter, and FTX bailed it out, which eventually came back to bite them in the butt. Now, Lucas Newsy, the head of the crypto analytics firm Coinmetric, took a Twitter a thread to point out that the FTT market cap increased 124% on September 28th when 173 million FTX tokens, FTT worth over $4 billion, became active on chain. He pointed out that on that same day, a total of $8.6 billion worth of FTT tokens were moved on chain and tracking the fund transfers of the day. Newsy found 173 million FTT tokens from a 2019 ICR era contract and the recipient or yeah, of the 4 million mint was reportedly Almeter Research. You can't make this stuff up, folks. Insane, quoting him here. The recipient of the $4 billion USD worth of FTT tokens was no one but Almeda Research. So what? Almeda and FTX were intrinsically connected from day one, and Almeda obviously participated in the FTX ICO. What happens next is interesting. Very interesting. Now, on-chain data confirms the same as the entire 173 million FTT tokens were then transferred from the Almeda Research address to an FTT ERC-20 deployer controlled by... FTX. And according to the theory, Almeda blew up along with Three Arrows Capital and other crypto lenders due to its overleveraged position, but survived due to funding from FTX. The crypto exchange saved Almeda from imploding during the second quarter contagion using 173 million FTT as collateral vested for September. And the analyst believes that FTX not only helped Almeda from imploding, but subsequently saved 173 million vested FTT from liquidation as pointed out here. Remember the FTT ICO contract vest automatically 
automatically had FTX let Almeida implode in May, their collapse would have ensured the subsequent liquidation of the FTT tokens vested in September. It would have been terrible for FTX. So they had to find a way to avoid this scenario. Now, the Almeida bailout eventually proved too costly for FTX to fill, especially in the wake of the Binance feud-led FTT selling spree. This eventually made FTX insolvent, forcing it to go under. And uh, Cointelegraph reached out to FTX for clarity on the issue, but didn't get a response yet. But obviously, I'm going to be keeping everyone posted. But what are your thoughts surrounding FTT token collapsing? It's like, will these leaders of the crypto industry ever learn their lesson as when you have uh, cryptocurrencies for exchanges with no real utility value in your basin, uh, you know, uh, it's basically due to collapse and the house of cards is collapsing right before our eyes right now in real time. It's sad, but it's our reality. I say seize the moment and take advantage of these dips because I mean, five years ago, Bitcoin, exactly five years ago, uh, Bitcoin, what was like, uh, uh, less than twenty thousand uh, dollars. Then we have uh, just uh, the high of last year. One year ago, Bitcoin hits an all-time high of literally sixty-nine thousand, and now we're all the way back to seventeen thousand. Insane to say the least, but another great opportunity for accumulation to take advantage of it. But with that being shared, now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss a uh, Binance. Uh, and their uh, latest response with their secure asset fund for users now totaling a billion dollars, which is, I think, a good indicator that they're on the right track. As the liquidity crisis and acquisition of the crypto exchange FTX continues, Binance CEO CZ assured his community of insurance of sufficient funds back in the network. In a tweet on November 9th, CZ said that the exchange has once again topped its secure asset fund for users at $1 billion, which is equivalent in light of the recent price fluctuations, and the tweet included links to two reserve accounts, one which holds both the Binance stablecoin and the native token of the network Binance Coin, which is an equivalent worth of $700 million. The other wallet revealed Bitcoin holdings worth around $300 million, and Binance's fund began in 2018 by allocating 10% of the trading fee into a fund that is solely dedicated to backing up or user holdings in a case of an incident like we're experiencing now. And in February this year, the fund hit $1 billion. For the first time, the crypto community on Twitter responded to the tweet with mostly positive reactions, applauding CZ for his action. One user said all cryptocurrency firms should have a secure asset fund for users just like Binance, while others have questioned about the sufficiency of the cap for funds in the reserves. Quoting Crypto King here, does Binance keep less than $1 billion in users' funds in the wallets? Could there be any scenario where Binance needs more than a $1 billion? Now, these recent tweets regarding the balance and the safe fund came after CZ pledged on Twitter the day before for a proof of reserve mechanism for a detailed disclosure of liquidity. I think this would be great for exchanges to start implementing, right? The Binance CEO said the exchange will deploy a proof of reserve system, which will utilize Merkle trees for full transparency within the community. Merkle trees are a mechanism for encoding blockchain data in a more efficient and secure manner. And the most recent tweets from CZ referring to Binance's safe fund also ended with one word sentence, transparency. This is one of the latest moves and the back and forth between between FTX and Binance, which has unfolded over the last few years. CZ has been active within the community during the entirety of the events. And on November 8th, he tweeted his major takeaways from what has transpired thus far, which included not using a native token as collateral within the same network and keeping a large reserve. So there you have it. 
What are your thoughts surrounding this $1 billion fund and uh, Binance incorporating more transparency for the top exchange in the world? I think this could be a great blueprint for other exchanges to follow because it's going to be really difficult to trust exchanges when you have the top exchanges in the world crashing and with their native tokens going to zero. And it's like deja vu all over again. So with that being shared, now let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss the FTX funds gone. That's right. Unfortunately, if you kept your crypto in the exchanges, they halted all withdrawals even after Sam Bankman-Fried assured everyone that their funds are safe. So this is a scam artist in the making, to say the least, and so many people have been affected by this. It's not even funny. Check it out. Sam Bankman-Fried, founder and CEO of the troubled crypto exchange FTX, appears to have retraced his words about the safety of client holdings on the exchange. Bankman-Fried has deleted a Twitter thread where he tried to assure customers that FTX and the assets on the platform were fine. Whatever, Sam. FTX CEO took to Twitter to post the thread of four different tweets on November 7th, claiming that FTX had enough to cover all client holdings. He lied. Bankman Freed also stated that the firm didn't invest client assets. He lied and has been processing all withdrawals and will continue to be. He lied. A very long history of lying. We have a long history of safeguarding client assets, and that remains true today once now deleted tweet said. And you can see it right here, November 7, 2022 at 1.38 p.m. A competitor is trying to go after us with false rumors. Well, those rumors were true. And he also says FTX is fine. Assets are fine. Well, he lied. And obviously, he must have knew that the assets were not fine. So he lied blatantly. This is very messed up to say the least. And in this other tweet here, FTX has enough to cover all client holdings. No, you don't. We don't invest client assets, even in treasuries. We have been processing all withdrawals and will continue to be. You're lying, Sam. And according to multiple sources on Twitter, FTX CEO removed his assets or fine threat on November 8th around 10.30 p.m. or a few hours after announcing a strategic transaction with Binance. And as part of the deal, Binance agreed to acquire FTX in a move to help the troubled exchange overcome a significant liquidity crunch and the acquisition news came shortly after several reports hinted that FTX had temporarily stopped withdrawals for the majority of coins. Many of the crypto community anticipated these events amid sluggish FTX withdrawals, concerns about the leaked balance sheet on FTX's sister firm Almeda Research, as well as Binance's decision to liquidate its FTX token, FTT Holdings. The community has been outraged to say the least about SBF opting to delete the tweets, with many blaming the FTX founder for blatant lies about the status of assets on the exchange. A one Twitter user also pointed out that SBF previously retweeted a random account that implied an airdrop for those who don't withdraw their coins from FTX. The crypto enthusiast suggested that the U.S. Uh, SEC and Exchange Commission needs to go after such actions, stating an implicit promise that SPF doesn't actually to be held accountable for because he himself did not tweet it. Right. If he wasn't held accountable for all this, that would be absolutely outrageous. I, I'm already outraged. Some crypto observers aren't too optimistic about the future events for FTX users that continue to store their holdings on the exchange. According to on-chain analyst Dylan LeClaire, he shared the following, don't meet to be the bearer of bad news, but... If it isn't clear already, if you still have funds on FTX, they are gone. You are an unsecured creditor. The probable outcome is Chapter 11 and a class action lawsuit that draws out for years where you get 10 cents to 30 cents 
on the dollar. Now, the FTX news triggered another massive crash in the crypto market that has already been already on the decline this year with Bitcoin tanking and hitting a new low of $17,100. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding this ongoing saga between FTX and Binance? Do you think Binance will successfully bail them out? Do you think users' funds will eventually be returned? Or do you feel everyone who had crypto on the FTX exchange is ultimately doomed and they have losses and they're not getting their crypto back, which seems more likely in my humble opinion. But let me know your two Satoshis in the comments right down below. And now let's share a potential crash warning coming from Arthur Hayes, the ex BitMEX CEO, who says this tanking market is going to take more casualties with it. BitMEX co-founder Arthur Hayes thinks the recent news about FTX could send Bitcoin lower than 17.5 in a new tweet. He compares the current crypto price downtick to the stock market crash of 2008, quoting him here, FTX equals Lehman. That wasn't the bottom. SPX hit 666 in March of 2009. Therefore, 17,500 Bitcoin is at risk. How about them Dems put now? The former BitMEX CEO also says that he bought some 15,000 strike Bitcoin puts with a March 23 expiry and Bitcoin trading at 18,000. Around the time of this article, the top ranked crypto asset was down 11% for the past day with crypto assets dipping across the board after Tuesday's stunning collapse of embattled exchange FTX's native token, FTT and CZ on Tuesday morning, uh, sharing that he uh, intends to acquire FTX, which, uh, Everyone's talking about, and I already shared in great detail, Hayes is not without his own controversy. Back in March, we know the former BitMEX CEO and fellow executive Benjamin Dello pleaded guilty to violating the Bank Secrecy Act by willfully failing to establish anti-money laundering protocols, and a judge later sentenced Hayes to six months of home detention and two years of probation. And the former CEO also agreed to pay a fine of $10 million. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the BitMEX CEO that we're likely to drop. Further down from here, I think it's absolutely very probable <laughs> that we continue to drop with all the negativity in the market currently, unfortunately, due to these uh, recent turn of events. But with that being shared, now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss the next potential bottom target of $14,000 for the King Crypto as per crypto analyst, Crypto Capo, the synonymous analyst, Crypto Capo, tells his 600,000 Twitter followers the next leg down for crypto is incoming. Capto, uh, Capo predicts Bitcoin could drop all the way down to a local bottom of $14,000 before rebounding as outlined here in this chart. You can see a massive drop and then a rebound back up. Now, Capo also predicts that altcoins will drop another 30 to 40%. Please say it ain't so. As he shares in this chart, Ethereum currently trading just above 1200 at the time of this recording, witnessing massive downside right now, taking a look at the leading smart contract platform, Ether down 15% for the day, barely holding on to $1,200 at the time of this uh, recording. Now, Binance CEO, Shang Ping Zhao announced on Tuesday, yes, that's as we know. I mean, I agree that we can likely drop massively from here considering there is no rule <laughs> to what is to happen for the future price action of cryptocurrency anything can happen as i like to stress expect the unexpected right so if bitcoin is likely to crash what's your plan do you have a plan do you have a buying strategy what are you going to do from here if bitcoin did crash where capo predicts to fourteen thousand, what are you going to do about it do you have a plan in place? Now, if Bitcoin was to start pumping from here, did you stack enough sats? 
is the question. Be prepared for whatever is going to happen because there is no certainty in this market. And due to the uncertainty, that's what's creating all the fear in the market. And especially with retail investors, especially with the mass exit liquidity from the exchanges going on right now, uh, from FTX due to the contagion continuing to flood into the crypto markets. It is insane right now to say the least. But let me know where you feel the Bitcoin price bottom target is likely to be for this year of 2022, considering the current low is 17,100. Let me know if you feel it's likely we can hit 14,000. I know some of you predicting much lower than that, but whatever your prediction is, holla at your boy in the comments below.